Welcome to the Catholic Apostolate Center and Catholic Volunteer Network's Reflection Guide. My name is Sarah Hamill, and I am reading a reflection on the fourth Sunday of Lent by Melissa Cedillo of the Loretto Volunteers. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to listen to Jesus, but the Pharisees and scribes began to complain, saying, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. So to them Jesus addressed this parable. A man has two sons, and the younger son said to his father, Father, give me the share of your estate that should come to me. So the father divided the property between them. After a few days, the younger son collected all his belongings and set off to a distant country, where he squandered his inheritance on a life of dissipation. When he had freely spent everything, a severe famine struck that country, and he found himself in dire need. So he hired himself out to one of the local citizens, who sent him to his farm to tend the swine. And he longed to eat his fill of the pods on which the swine fed, but nobody gave him any. Coming to his senses, he thought, How many of my father's hired workers have more than enough food to eat? But here am I, dying from hunger. I shall get up and go to my father, and I shall say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. Treat me as you would treat one of your hired workers. So he got up and went back to his father. While he was still a long way off, his father caught sight of him and was filled with compassion. He ran to his son, embraced him, and kissed him. His son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. But his father ordered his servants, Quickly, bring the finest robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Take the fattened calf and slaughter it. Then let us celebrate with a feast, because this son of mine was dead and has come to life again. He was lost and has been found. Then the celebration began. Now the older son had been out in the field, and on his way back as he neared the house, he heard the sound of music and dancing. He called one of the servants and asked what this might mean. The servant said to him, Your brother has returned, and your father has slaughtered the fattened calf because he has him back safe and sound. He became angry, and when he refused to enter the house, his father came out and pleaded with him. He said to his father in reply, Look, all these years I served you, and not once did I disobey your orders. Yet you never gave me even a young goat to feast on with my friends. But when your son returns, who swallowed up your property with prostitutes, for him you slaughter the fattened calf? He said to him, My son... You are here with me always. Everything I have is yours. But now we must celebrate and rejoice because your brother was dead and has come to life again. He was lost and has been found.
Gospel Reflection The parable of the prodigal son is one of the most well-known gospel stories. The popularity of this passage highlights our world's universal need for fairness. When we follow the rules, we expect others to do the same. Thus, if someone doesn't follow the rules and still receives positive recognition, we can become upset. However, like most Bible passages, this parable does not validate our human frustrations. Instead, it focuses on the object of our disapproval, the prodigal son. God does not wait for us to turn in a final product or expect us to look back at our checklist and point to the ways we have correctly followed the guidelines. Instead, God hopes that we desire a relationship. That when we stumble or stray, we have the humility to pause and ask for support. We must desire relationship, not praise. In fact, we are to praise through our works, through our thoughts, and through our actions. He ran to his son, embraced him, and kissed him. Our hesitancy to ask for help may be rooted in a false belief that we can do it alone. Therefore, when we receive help, we can become embarrassed at our inadequacy. Therefore, we must reroot ourselves in the true belief that we cannot go through this world alone without our God. This is a lesson we know, but still need to learn time and time again. It is a suiting that this reading comes towards the end of Lent as a reminder that our fasting or abstaining is not for reward, but for relationship. It prepares us for Easter. I have sinned against heaven and you. Our sins are not our own. They are communal, as are our triumphs. When we seek justice and we fight for social justice, we are doing it not just for the immediate other, but as a way to praise something bigger. Focus on spirituality. The season of Lent aligns with the halfway mark of my service year. Service years can be tricky. It is the first time I have been out of school and also have a commitment that is only a year long. It is a constant balance of being present and planning for the next year. It is easy to try and take a break from my relationship with my faith because I'm trying to prepare for what's next. It is comfortable to make my to-do list and then pray about it to God. It is a struggle to acknowledge when I have put my faith on hold to figure it all out myself. You are here with me always. Everything I have is yours. The father explains to his angry son. Everything we do is to be shared in faith with whom we pray to. It is not easy, especially for someone like me, who prides herself on her independence. Still, I am humbled by the image of my aunt, someone who is fiercely independent, yet does not hesitate to share every piece of her life with God. She reminds me to not compartmentalize. She does not carefully select. She does not carefully select what she is going to share with her creator. Why would she? Instead, she freely speaks aloud to God. 
explaining her day, inviting the spirit so effortlessly. She knows she does not have to do it alone because faith is about living in relationship with God. Everything she has is not for her own. She reminds me to share my life with God authentically. The mundane, the future, and the present. She shares it with God so easily and beautifully. Prayer. May I call on God the same way I am quickly to call my best friend with new and exciting news. May I desire upon God the same way one desires their parents when they are feeling sick or helpless. May I ask God for comfort the same way I ask for loved ones embrace during times of stress and loneliness. May I choose partnership over independence. May I long for guidance and accept fault. May I celebrate life with the creator of life. Who inspires you to serve? My aunt does. My aunt does not wait to invite God into her life. Their relationship is overflowing with love and with communication. They plan and observe her life together, and the love between them glistens. Their friendship reminds me to converse with God more frequently. This example of relationship is one I hope to replicate during the rest of my service here. In the season of Lent, she reminds me to speak to God naturally. Most of all, as Easter approaches, this parable reminds it is not about obtaining the perfect relationship, but one that is unconditional and full of grace. <laughs> 